0: Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar.
1: Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kuzmeski. Today I'm interviewing Bree Weiselman. She works with busy, inspired entrepreneurs to optimize their health. And Health is one of the most powerful things that we have in our possession. Her philosophy is that physical health is the vessel for our emotional, spiritual, and professional growth and success. I completely agree with that. She has done some amazing things across the world, actually, um, as it relates to this understanding and transforming health. And so I am excited to talk with Brie today. So welcome, Brie.
0: Thank you, Mary Beth. I'm really excited to be here with you so how did you get
1: involved in the situation of people's health
0: ah well you know as most of us in in the health field it stems from largely my own experiences my own health challenges and in particular as they related to you know my myself as an entrepreneur really i found myself in my in my 20s i had just done you know 5 years of of my medical grad school and had come off of, you know, maybe not eating so healthy, maybe a little too much caffeine, burning the candle at both ends, because I was, you know, working and actually running a small business while in grad school, as well as training and dance five or six days a week. And I just felt really bad, you know. And so what happened was that I was struggling with really, really bad insomnia. I was finding myself kind of feeling, you know, brain foggy and just not having, I'm used to being a pretty high functioning individual as a lot of us are when, you know, we're really self-driven and just couldn't grasp my thoughts and my words well. And I had started to have some skin issues, like some bad acne, you know, not after my teens, really, you know. And had also had some female hormone issues with my reproductive cycle um, starting to become really, really irregular and unpredictable. So something was off. And the worst part of it really was this horrendous insomnia. So I had all of these lovely symptoms. And this was all happening right as I was about to launch my own practice. And so, you know, if I'm completely transparent, the first four to five years of running my business were just absolutely a struggle. And, you know, I was just just trying to, to get through it and just trying to keep my head afloat. And really, I had this kind of, you know, moment of pause when I had to stop and say, you know, how come this business isn't thriving? You know, I'm really good at what I do. I've worked hard to get here. I am passionate about this, but how come I'm not going anywhere? And, you know, the obvious answer is right there in front of my face. It was like, wow, I'm so out of balance from having been so driven and worked so hard to get here that I can't even, you know, really do this efficiently or enjoy, you know, the rewards of my efforts. So that's really how I got into this. I had to find some answers for myself to get myself out of that hole and into a place where I could be thriving, where my business could thrive and where I could really enjoy the process.
1: Yeah. Our our bodies usually are telling us that something's going on. I, I am way beyond the stage that I should be having acne. And for a while I had acne and I thought, There's something going, I mean, because I think I was in like my early 40s, and I had really bad acne. I'm like, what? So, you know, our body tells us, it's giving us these warnings. So how did you deal with your own situation? How did you find out what was going on? How did you sort of treat what was happening?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And you're right. I mean, really, it's just that our body is always sending us these signals and these messages that are, it's trying to help us. Our body's always got our back, right? It's always doing its best to help us survive and thrive, given the situation we're in. And um, when we pay attention to those clues, we can find answers there. And that's essentially what I did was I said, look, let me take a step back and look at, you know, everything that's going on for me and kind of the timeline on which it happened. And then what I did was I wound up running some testing. And so the interesting thing, my training was originally in Chinese medicine and acupuncture. But along the way, I had also studied something called functional medicine, which is a lab based holistic medicine. And so I loved the combination of the two. And so I started just digging in and running the labs on myself. And I found so many answers there. So I found hormonal imbalances. I found issues with my digestion. I found issues with my energy production in my mitochondria. There were a whole bunch of key pieces that I really found. And then we were able to treat in this targeted way with lifestyle and nutrition and some natural supplements and herbs and just reprogram those, those systems. So that's really how I found my own answers.
1: Yeah, I, I always jump to the conclusion, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I jump to the conclusion, if somebody is feeling ill, my son has all sorts of issues, and I know it's either his gut, or if it's a woman, I mean, it's either your gut, or it's your hormones. It's to me, it's always seems to be one of those things, unless it's an underlying disease of some sort. But if you're otherwise healthy, but you just don't feel good, it's got to be either hormones or the gut imbalance. Now tell me if I'm right or wrong about that, because I'm no medical professional. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I think you're right on. And obviously you've, you know, you've learned about this before. You know, it's absolutely true. I feel like the roots of everything tend to stem from the gut. And then also, yes, the hormones, and they actually go hand in hand. And ah. in particular for women. So here's, you know, my thoughts around this are that as entrepreneurs in particular, but actually this is true for all women who are, you know, passionate about their careers or what they're doing in their world. We are basically Uh, We're essentially elevating what our life and our work are now into the vision that we hold for ourselves. And when we really get down to it, this is based on how we want to feel. It's it's a perception of how we imagine we're going to feel when we achieve that goal, both the little accomplishments along the way and the the big wins. Um, And so for that, to sustain that passion for the success of the work we're doing, for how we want to be living, you know, we have to be committed to playing full out. And so what that means is that we have to have the energy to go out into the world and serve the purpose we're here to serve and for, you know, for the world, for our families, for ourselves. And what happens, as in my case, and as in you know so many of the women I know is that we hear a concept like this, okay, I'm gonna play full out, and we automatically think of going into like a workaholic mode. So I need to work really hard, I need to push, push, push. And what I wind up seeing is that in a lot of us, this can often be at the exclusion of our body's needs. We override that. And if we're doing that, we're not going to end up with the full vitality that we need to really truly live in our zone of creative genius as much of the time as possible um, to make our biggest contribution and to sustain that creativity and the passion that we felt initially that's the motivating force behind why we're doing what we're doing. And then most importantly, that we forget to have the energy to take pleasure in the winds, right? Women thrive off of pleasure. So we're often balancing our families, our marriages or relationships, our professional lives or our businesses. We're trying to stay active and healthy and do it all while looking good. And we're wearing all these hats at once, right? And so to me, you know, that can be a lot for people to do all at one time and to do well. And essentially, if we need our health and energy to be tip top, that is defined in my mind, by waking up feeling energized, passionate, and ready to charge the day and having a body that can sustain and and carry us through what we're doing. So I meet way too many women who are passionate and purposeful and talented and committed to, to what they're about in the world, but they are exhausted. And truly, we haven't really been taught, you know, there's no rule book for how to manage all this. We're all working to learn how to balance all of it. But we have to strategize and commit to our health and our internal state of well-being as much as or more than we're committing to the results we're trying to get in our businesses in order to get where it is we want to be. And so what my, you know, what I'm passionate about is really helping women do that without burning out, right? Without burning out and finding themselves just exhausted.
1: So where should women start? If, if you're someone who goes, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I've got this going on. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I carry too much weight around. I can't lose it, even though I'm like starving myself. Usually there's an underlying issue for that. Do you suggest that, Absolutely. you know, get, getting a, a series of blood tests or what, what's the first thing that someone should do to figure out, hey, maybe this isn't just me getting older, feeling tired. Maybe there's something else going on.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So first of all, I think it's kind of having that moment of, um, you know, what they say, like admitting that there's a problem. So burnout is really an overwhelm of our body's stress response. And so some of the things we look for are, like you said, some of that extra weight gain, some of that just feeling of fatigue or less vitality than we had. This can show up in some women as anxiety, kind of wired and tired, and especially in like some minor depression or lack of motivation or capacity for follow through. So when you find yourself getting less done with more effort, that is a really key sign. And especially if we also have a little bit less bandwidth for stress or things that occur unplanned during our day, they throw us off track that's another sign um and then especially sleep disruption and i find that along with those symptoms sometimes we'll start to notice an inflammatory component where maybe we're having you know some more aches and pains or having a poor time recovering from workout maybe some skin issues or digestive issues are popping up um things like that so what i think is the most helpful is you know let me back up and explain like what's actually going on when this is happening yeah. and that would explain why I would recommend certain evaluations. So what this really is, is it stems from an imbalance in the signal between our brain and our adrenal glands. What are our adrenal glands? They're two tiny little glands that sit on top of our kidneys. And they do a lot of things. They make a lot of hormones. But the one of the main hormones that they create is our primary stress response hormone called cortisol. Now, lots of people have heard about cortisol and it tends to get a bad rap because we're always talking about lowering high cortisol, but it's actually a really versatile hormone. So it does a lot of things besides being able to help us with our stress response. It helps us regulate our blood sugar and it acts like a natural anti-inflammatory like cortisone. Um, the kind that would be in a cream you'd put on your skin or an injection you would get for an inflammatory, say like something painful. And it's also our hormone of energy and alertness and competence. So we make some of it all day. And um, the short story is that it should be really nice and high. It should spike when we first wake up and help us wake up to face the day And then it should gradually taper through the day so that it's lowest at bedtime. And that allows other hormones like melatonin to kick in and together those signal that it's time for sleep and rejuvenation. And that's our circadian rhythm. But outside of that predictable daily rhythm, we also release extra cortisol in response to stress. And that starts with a perception. So if I'm stuck in traffic late for a meeting or I got in an argument with a coworker or somebody, then it stimulates this chain reaction. So we trigger our sympathetic nervous system to release adrenaline to get into go mode. And that then stimulates the release of cortisol from these glands. And the entire purpose of that cascade is to serve us. Our body is on our side. So it's to help us function given that situation that our body is perceiving. And so the the issue here is that we're not designed to withstand the effect of chronic stress. You know, most of our existence um, as a species, our daily lives were pretty mundane. We built shelter or hunted or gathered food. We had a lot of free time and occasionally there were emergencies um, like starvation or being chased by a, a wild animal or something like that. But today's world that we've created doesn't work like that, right? We have, you know, constant ongoing stimulations. And so This causes our brain to kind of low-grade and constantly signal this cortisol release. And kind of like the boy who cried wolf, at a certain point, our adrenal glands um, kind of down-regulate their response in a certain way. And so when we start to get these symptoms, quite simply, there's an overproduction or an underproduction or a mistiming of these adrenal hormones. So we can call this adrenal dysregulation, or in some literature, uh, in some blogs, people will call it adrenal fatigue. And so essentially the way we look for this, the bottom line is that we need cortisol to happen in the right amounts at the right times of day, or we feel miserable. It's kind of like the Goldilocks or baby bear hormone, not too high, not too low, just right. Hmm. And the symptoms can look similar if our cortisol is too high or too low. And so that's why, which leads me to answer your question, which is that that's why we need testing. And my favorite way of assessing these hormones at this point is with a urine-based test. I actually like one by a lab called Precision Analytics. It's called the Dutch test. And it's a circadian test for our cortisol as well as many other hormones um, that are related to this adrenal cascade and also our female hormones such as estrogens and progesterones and testosterone because these often get disrupted downstream of this whole cascade getting dysregulated. And so why I prefer that to a blood test is that we need to have multiple samples over the course of a day in order to see the rhythm. So it's not just about are you making enough, yes or no it's about when, right? So we need to see this whole spectrum over the day. So it's not ideal to use blood testing because you'd have to go to the lab maybe four or five times and get a blood draw. And some of that would be like at, you know, maybe nine or 10 PM right before bed. So that's not really practical for anyone. Um, not to mention it could be stressful just to have that many blood draws in a day, right. um, which might <laughs> elevate <be> the cortisol. <laughs> so we use urine samples and essentially you, um, just pee over a tiny little absorbent strip of paper, and then you let it dry and ship it off in an envelope. And we get this beautiful picture of, you know, this unique fingerprint of your hormones over the course of a day.
1: Wow, very interesting you know, I've obviously hear of all sorts of blood workup, but it makes sense that you're doing it throughout the day. Because otherwise, if you just do it at one time, you're not getting, as you say, the full picture. And I think one of the things that I find so frustrating about women's health is that a lot of times, I don't think doctors are checking for the right things. Um, You know, I had a a terrible thyroid problem. And I told the doctor Mm. what was happening. And he's like, well, you know, it doesn't sound like I'm like, no, it sounds like and I went, to a specialist who did the entire workup and my thyroid levels were off the charts. And so I, you know, so then I went through the whole process of getting that fixed, but the doctors don't want to believe they, I, I don't know if they think women are hypochondriacs or what, but it was a, I think that That unless you go to somebody like you or a specialist or somebody who really wants to get to the bottom line, it's not just, hey, I've got 15 minutes to meet with my patient right now. Here's what I think you've got. Uh, Just get some more sleep or whatever. Um, I just think it's such a disservice to women. But these kinds of things are new. I haven't heard of Mm. doing something like this. And it's pretty amazing.
0: Absolutely. You know, I love that you share your story, that that happened. And I'm so, you know, happy to hear that you wound up with a great practitioner who did that deeper dig and I think really, you know, what you're speaking to is this issue that we've become much more sophisticated consumers of healthcare, right? Like we, you know, there's so much more information out there now and people are really engaged more with their health and looking for answers beyond just the basics. And so what happens is, you know, we're more educated and we're, we go into our physicians asking for more and bringing these ideas that frankly, they may not know about, or, you know, may not have received education on in, in medical school. And really, almost to no fault of their own. It's just kind of like, you know, we each do our jobs really well and we have, we know our one area. And for sure, if I break an arm or if I, you know, God forbid, had like a, a an emergency heart situation or something, I would want to be in there with those people who know those kind of, you know, um, really powerful, potent emergency type Type solutions to save my life, or to you know set my bone, or whatever. But when it comes to this kind of fine tuning, where we're like, you know what, just not having disease is not good enough. I actually want to thrive. I want to live my best life. I want to be fully balanced. All those things um, that we you know hear spoken about now, uh, we really need to have those nuances. And that's exactly what you're talking about: is you know looking at the deeper roles of these hormones as well as other aspects of our health.
1: So, for instance, once somebody gets um, this full testing through through you, or they do through mm-hmm. someone else, but they do it through you, what's the next step then? Like, so what happens? Okay, so the results come back, and then then what happens?
0: Then what? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, that's a great question. So, part of it has to be lifestyle related, like this type of medicine is a very, I like to say it's a very participatory sport. You know, it has to do with um, making some choices about, you know, how we're going to live our days in and out. Like if we are just burning the candle at both ends, and we're only allowing ourselves a window of four or five hours of sleep, because we're piling too much on our to do list, we have to have a kind of, you know, um, let's get honest with ourselves moment and look at that and decide to like prioritize our health and make some changes. But The other thing we do is the part that I help people with, which is, you know, based on testing, we see what's happening specifically for you and we see where your hormones are high or low or out of balance with the part of the day they're in. And then we can use um, strategically designed supplement programs that are personalized to your exact results to help nudge cortisol higher, lower it, or reset the rhythms so that you don't feel tired and wired at one point of day and then crash you know, mid-afternoon um, and then have a hard time falling asleep at night, for example. So a lot of that has to do with specific supplements, and some of them are herbs, um, some of them are nutrients, and there's um, the potential for some plant-based bioethical hormones that we sometimes use if appropriate. And those programs are always meant to be short-term and and finite, meaning we don't recommend that people go on these things ongoing to prop them up. We're trying to reprogram your body's own hormone function and feedback. And so that's what we use in my clinic are protocols that interface with your brain signaling to actually restore the proper signaling and reset the system, not to override or replace hormones. Um, We're restoring optimal function. And then um, essentially what we do is after a specific period of time, we'll retest the hormones to make sure that they've improved. And along with that, we're looking at, you know, what you're experiencing in terms of energy, focus, sense of calm and well-being. And often we'll see other symptoms, you know, tend to get better or disappear, such as the things we were talking about with digestion or skin. Right. Well, so
1: how can people find out more about what you do, find out more about your business and find out more about how they can help themselves?
0: So the best way to do that would be to go to either my website, which is www.briewiselman.com. And um, we can include the spelling of that because my last name is a tricky one. Or um, also I have a big presence on Instagram and I am constantly posting um, health tips and information and inspiration there that doesn't show up in some of my other um, online presence. So people can learn a lot there. And we also invite anybody who's interested in learning more about how we work with people and if it's appropriate for them to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with my team where you can get all your questions answered and tell us a little bit more about what's going on for you so that we can let you know if we feel that we can help you.
1: Well, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing these tips, and I I really appreciate it. There's there's a couple things that are really, really, really critical in someone's life, and their health is usually number one, and if it's not number one, as soon as you get sick, it becomes number one. And so um, health is so important to our success, to our career, to our the health of our families. So thank you very much for sharing this information today, Bree, and um, I wish you lots of success, and hopefully people get in touch and just find out more about How they can help themselves as well.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mary Beth, for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For
0: more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.